Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way, we bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 367 of Cognitive Dissonance. And a little later on in this episode, we'll be joined by... Oh, no, we're not joining no, anybody. we're going to be no. doing that, no. You know, I'm a little confused, Cecil, is because we're recording back-to-back, possibly-to-back. To-back. That's a three-way of back-to-back-to-back. That's ass-to-ass-to-ass. Like, that's like every man's dream. It's like a human centipede. <laughs> Again, every man's dream, <laughs> right? It's just That's not just me. No, that's just me. I'm just saying. Nobody wants to be in the middle. I've jerked off a lot to that movie. Nobody wants to be in the middle of the human centipede. That I have not. You know what movie I'll never actually watch is fucking Human Centipede. Delicious. No, this is gross. It's It's a gross out movie. Really is. It's it's like uh, you know what it is. It's like Garbage Pail Kids, the horror movie. Sure. Yeah. It's a gross out. It's It's like I ate a booger. Like all right. It's fucking (laughs) what? What? (laughs) Fuck no. It's really what it is. It's a gross right. out it's game. It's a gross you know? out movie. Sure. Yeah. yeah. What, I, what's the, what is the purpose of that? I don't know. But there's a sequel. Oh. There's a sequel. Is that when the they... The human millipede. There's just more... <laughs> they put armor millipede. on their... They put armor their backs. It's it's to, like a biting scorpion or something. <laughs> Very end. They, I would be actually more interested if they had like... The human, like they had a whole series, but every time they formed them into different insects. Oh, it'd be cool if they did them in like Voltron, right? Where there's like Humans one guy stitch him into different shapes, and he's fist in two girls, right? And then he's footsie in two other girls. <laughs> footsie, in, footsie, in, that's a thing. I'm wearing it like a boot. <laughs> and they don't have to be girls. I mean, you can have a stretchy anus and be a dude. She's like I mean? a snowshoe yeah. out here. <laughs> <laughs> right, we don't want to be. We don't want to be uh, no, gender. Uh, absolutely, telling you yeah, no. Could be. And you also don't want to confuse gender with sex. So. I will come. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. I will fucking kill you. I I will never do this again. But I I it, amusingly I have been having a Facebook fight with somebody, uh-huh. and I'm going to bore you guys yeah. with it. Although I will not read it to yeah. you. But I had absolutely no idea until this what I had hoped would be a productive dialogue, and instead turned into a nonsensical garbage word salad. Um, I had absolutely no idea that it was super fucking important when talking about trans people and trans issues to draw a fucking super hard line between sex and gender and then never cross that line 
and then insist upon the fact of trans people being somehow necessarily representative of a patriarchal system of oppression or something. I got a little lost in the conversation because it didn't make any sense. I swear, I've never done anything less productive with my life than what I've spent the last day and a half doing. Than Facebook. Facebook arguing, right? It was astonishingly so, so say, unproductive. So you're saying that you didn't get anything out of Facebook arguing. The Facebook argument you got I into. I sent Eli a message that just said, I don't know how you do this. I'm going to go home and commit suicide in front of my children. <laughs> absolutely maddening and when i went into it this is the part where you can make fun of me the naivete with which i went into this right was um you know i made an off-color joke on my facebook page and somebody like blasted me for being like a rape apologist and all this nasty shit so and i was like you know i'm gonna go into this and i'm gonna i'm gonna try to be like fair and sincere and open-minded and you know i'm not even gonna assert a position i'm just gonna ask questions about their position and try to really understand thing right i I was like i'm just gonna really try to understand anthony magna bosco this shit i got just nowhere. I have, I think I went backwards somehow. You, you went in Anthony Magnabosco and you came out Peter, Peter Bogosian. Bogosian. <laughs> right. I finished it up. I sat down. I put my head in my hands and I wrote a paper about the conceptual Peter. I was just, I was like, that's it. I'm on the other side. I don't even know what side uh, I'm on. I don't even know what uh, side uh, I'm on. I, I, I couldn't even get them to choose. The people I was arguing with, I couldn't even get them to declare a position. They were so slippery. That they simply refused to declare a position. That's called Facebook. It was maddening. I don't know why I these people are my this. friends. I don't ever do this. I just, as soon as somebody starts to argue, I'm just like, I just don't care. Like, I genuinely don't want to talk to you. I, you know, that's why I don't get into arguments on Twitter either. When people jump on Twitter and they want to say some shitty thing to me, I'm just like, yeah, I'll talk about it on the show. When I can actually speak the words right. instead of typing out 140 quick characters at a time. It was like epically depressing actually it was speaking of epically depressing yes. we recorded yesterday we did and this show's either going to be releasing on thursday or the following week on monday did you see the president's tweets today about scarborough no <gasps> oh my no. gosh so the president today i'm just going to have you I read spent my whole day fighting with idiots oh, on, well, on you know, facebook so it's I, either idiots on facebook or tom it's idiots on twitter or it's idiots in the white house well they're also on twitter all right what do you say so he says, I heard, I heard poorly rated Morning Joe speaks badly of me, parentheses, I don't watch anymore, close parentheses. Then how come low IQ, crazy Mika, that's his wife or fiance, I'm not sure if they're married or not, along with Psycho Joe came to Mar-a-Lago three nights ago or three nights in a row around New Year's Eve and insisted on joining me. She was bleeding badly from a facelift. I said no. Oh. What is this about? What is happening? It's him insulting a woman for having a facelift. For having a facelift. What? What? What's his deal with Morning Joe? Why does he? Oh, who cares? Right? He just doesn't like Morning Joe. Must have said something bad about him, and it got back to him, and now he wants to publicly blast somebody about it for her appearance. For her appearance. This is the president of the United States. Yes, this the is- president of the United States. The president of the United States won't have dinner with somebody or won't give somebody the time of day if they are post-surgical? Or is it... <laughs> are you saying that she needs to go in a red tent or something? <laughs> like, what, what exactly, like, what are, the, what are the rules around this? Like, 
Like she's bad because she got the facelift. Is that the thing? Because this is a guy well, I think, who only values women that are beautiful. Right. right. I think I think he's saying that she's old. I think that's a that's a oh. comment about being old. She's an old oh, lady. She's you. an old ugly lady who needs surgery surgery to look pretty. I think that's what he's saying. Said Donald Trump. Sure. Yeah. He's okay. seriously one of the least attractive human beings that's ever been alive yeah. in all the history. He has giant pussy eyes. <laughs> he is. He has got a a, a soft shitty shitty body yeah with a soft shitty shitty mind you know like it's one thing if you're if like you know maybe he's a sharp guy and he's interesting and he's charismatic and like you know that can go a little way toward yeah you can you call know. women ugly then sure no, jesus christ what it's still i mean you can you can actually you can as long as they laugh about as it as long as they as chuckle as as, yeah but god he's just, just nothing to write and this he's is, gonna go after her for this is the president of the united states He's a classy guy. Writing this out. Yeah, it's classy. On a, on, a pub, on, on a vehicle that he uses to disseminate public information of real import. That's another thing, right? He uses Twitter as his vehicle to communicate with the world, to communicate with the public, to communicate with the world. And he's also going to be pissy about a woman's facelift? And Lindsey Graham tweeted at the president, and I don't like Lindsey Graham. First off, he's from a garbage state, and he's a garbage human. But he said, Mr. President, your tweet was beneath the office and represents what is wrong with American politics, not the greatness of America. Outstanding. Yeah. But there's a lot of people, a lot of Republicans sort of standing up and saying, oh, that's a shitty thing to do. And I'm thinking, where were you when he was grabbing pussies? Yeah, well, where, they were, where they were, were casting you? votes for him. Where were you when he was like, totes cool with the grabbing of the pussy and saying... Do you think there's a, there's a, there's a little rats running off the ship action going on here? I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. I, because, you know, they couldn't get their health care bill passed. Yeah. And they didn't, I mean, all they needed was, they, they didn't need bipartisan support for it. Actually, I saw an interesting article today that said, like, Mitch McConnell threatens to get bipartisan support if Republicans don't get in line. And I thought, like, how how incredibly indicative is this of American politics sure. when you have to, if you don't, if you guys don't all come on the same team, then we'll just have to play nice with other people. <laughs> you don't want that, do you? You don't want us to... Also, what what Democrats are going to be like? Sure, yeah, right. You can't get all the Republicans on board. What Democrats are going to be like? Be like uh, you know what? I do want to commit political suicide. Yeah. And why don't I just take this fucking pill and shoot myself in the face while standing on a bridge with a bag over my head? Also, it's going to take him forever to sort of do 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 to walk it across the aisle. It's just going to be like it's going to be like forty five minutes. You're neglecting the other option, like the the Republican health health care bill, basically gets rid of healthcare. So it could just write on one piece of paper called no, and then <laughs> fold it into a paper airplane and throw it across the aisle. I think what, I think what Mitch McConnell's thinking is slow and steady wins the race. Can you imagine if he wore a turtleneck? <laughs> Can you imagine? It wouldn't cover the goiter or whatever's on the bottom him, of his it would just be a neck. Like yeah. it's just, he's always wearing a turtleneck. Yeah. <laughs> like when he dies, someone is going to make a soup out of that guy. I think we better split up. Good idea. Yeah. We can do more damage that way. I love this story. This comes from the BBC. Uh, coins thrown into... There's so much to talk about there here, is, actually. There really is. Coins thrown into plane engine by elderly passenger for luck. I'm just going to read the whole thing because it's so short. Uh, superstitious elderly passenger delayed a flight in Shanghai after throwing coins at the engine for good luck. The 80-year-old woman threw her change... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> at the China Southern Airlines flight as she crossed the tarmac to board. She told police she launched the coins as she prayed for safety. Of the nine coins she launched, only one hit its target, but this was enough to force the evacuation. <laughs> I love that part too. Force the evacuation of 150 God, passengers. What a wuss arm. Jesus Christ. Uh, I, all right, so... She's a Buddhist. She chucked a bunch of shit. There's a picture of like all these technicians inside like, of an inside engine. Inside the engine, like fucking bitch threw coins in our in our engine. Yeah, it's I, I, I they they didn't say this, but right afterwards she walked up to the plane and gave it a pinch to grow an inch. <laughs> so, oh my god! And then, you know, and then when they took her inside and they were gonna bring her up in the in the elevator, she had to sacrifice a chicken first. <laughs> to the elevator just to make sure she could go up to the top. Yeah. The Wright brothers actually little known fact that the, their first airplane was made of wood. The only reason it flew is because somebody knocked on it yeah. first. <laughs> <laughs> up until then, they're like, they're building these perfectly structurally sound machines. And yeah. it was like, oh, there, there you go. go. There you that go. I love the idea that for luck, you're going to throw metal Junks into, into a, a finely jet engine. Jet engine is awesome. Maybe, maybe you could do with like, could you throw a goldfish, like a koi fish or something <laughs> in there? Some of the engines you just yeah. bum, 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 bum. some just chews it up like a duck or something. What has ever been improved by hurling little metal pieces at it? Like, hey, I'm going to use my garbage disposal. I think, <laughs> I do think, I do think fountains with a lot of like coins in it can look pretty. They can, but I guess they also ruin the fountains. Yeah, they they have to they have to get them out of the. I, I read a whole thing that like a lot of those fountains and especially like little lagoons and things, they're totally ruined by the coins. The coins leach all these metals into the water. They damage the uh, uh, structure of the fountains. They have to come and get them out of there. It's like a big pain in the ass. <laughs> Well, they deserve it. Right. They, do they use they the coins to it. pay for it, though? Like, is, does it offset the cost system that they use all the coins to offset the cost of all the environmental damage? I think it would be you great cost. if you had, like, a beautiful fountain you just wrote quarters only, you know? <laughs> I can throw some fucking pennies up in this pig. Fuck off. That would really piss me off if I was waiting to get on that Oh, plane. I would fucking lose my mind. It's like, you fucking crazy bitch. Oh. You fucking chucked a bunch of money at the airplane? Like, is there another plane that I could get on? I don't want to be on with this person. Right? Turns out it was only 25 cents, too. You know, I didn't, in a, in a non-related story, um, but I, I didn't put it in the notes, but there was an airplane uh, that was the, the one of the uh, engines this week. Uh, one of the engines fucking blew up on the airplane. Exploded. Yeah. And the pilot came out and was like, I think you guys need to pray. And asked everybody to pray. And the thing shook like a washing machine for like the two or three hours. It's over the ocean. It's oh. like the two or three hours oh my God. until it landed. It landed perfectly safely. I would, I would fill my seat. <laughs> I would fill my seat. I would, if the captain comes on, I would says, fill my seat. Pray. I would be like, you're going to need a new seat. You know what I would Regardless do? Regardless of whether or not this plane crashes, right? you will need a new seat. <laughs> you, I have damaged your airplane. I apologize, sir, <laughs> sitting next to me, but I have filled my seat. I offer you this clothespin. <laughs> You know how the like the seats come off, you know, and they can be used as a flotation device and like a cushion or yeah, whatever. Yeah. I would be covered in those like the fucking Michelin man. <laughs> he knocking people out of their seats to I'll, take their shit. I'll tell you what, I could guarantee in an airplane of that size, there's at least eight or nine people I can take your seat. Like I am taking the cushion, I am covering myself in cushions. I hate flying as it is. I would be I would be fucking inconsolable for fucking that two hours. 
I'd be, I'd be just, I'd be a nervous wreck. Yeah. I would be an absolute nervous wreck. I think anybody, I don't mind flying at all. Yeah. But I'm not going to pretend I'd be blase about it. If the cab, if an engine blows up and then the airplane shakes like a washing oh machine, my God, for and then fucking... the pilot comes on and asks for people to pray, it's like, what would that, why? It's going to, our, our happy thoughts are going to oh, hold this thing God. in the air. That's the worst thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my so life. Scared. Oh, God. Hey, we're going to Australia. Wanna, I'm taking a boat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a Xanax. Jesus. Yeah, I'm, it's me too. I'm just going to like, if that's the case, I'd just be like, cool, I'm going to sleep. And I'd take some as I had and be like, yeah, just, just have somebody waiting for me. Right. I'm just going to take them all now. Yeah. I'll take, I'll just have this <sighs> bottle of Xanax. God, man, that's brutal. It's so scary. It's God, probably terrifying. And I thought probably some bitch threw a coin oh, in that God. fucking thing. She's she's like in China. She just throws it in the air, <laughs> kung fu hustle style, and it flies all the way through the stars and then lands. She sees it. I'm like, good luck. luck. <laughs> <laughs> because there's nothing but death and refuse in the rectum. The, no life can come out of the rectum. The rectum is designed to get rid of death. And waste is is designed for that one purpose, and the sodomites are cheering on and praising the rectum. All right, this story is from the Friendly Atheist blog. Um, it really just links to right wing watch. Yeah, which is but great. sometimes I get tired yeah. of trolling right wing watch, <laughs> so I found it from uh, from uh, Hemant's site over at Friendly Atheist. This is uh, Dave Coach, Doc Coach, not a coach, Dovenmeyer. Uh, Christian activists, atheist teachers are telling kids homosex is normal. Hmm. Homosex. I'm sure homosex. that's exactly how they say it, too. Hey, hey kids, you got to have your homosex. Do you want to do the homosex? <laughs> this is, Nobody wants to do the homosex. When you phrase it like that, this is not a coach. I, I wish you would join me in hating what they're doing to our children in school. I wish you'd join me. <laughs> Can we get our five minute hate on? Can we all join together in hate? Is that possible? (laughs) Did did none of us read the dystopian novels? Like, can we get our five minute hate on now? Oh, wait, no, that's actually satirically written. Oh, all right. I hate it, man. I absolutely hate what they're doing. Not only to my kids, I hate what they're doing to other kids. Why are you sending your kids to public school? You're fucking always talking about. Yeah, shouldn't they homeschool? Right. Should they send him to a private Christian school at least? Yeah, something like that. I hate it. Are we allowed to do that? I think we're allowed to. But see, right now, today, on on the uh, in 2017, they're misleading children in our schools, and we don't hate it. Who, who doesn't hate it? All the Christian lunatics they hate it like crazy. They hate sex ed. They hate that it must like crazy. be what he's talking it's about. It's gotta be. Yeah, they hate sex ed. Yeah, that's why they don't have it in like. All those garbage states south of the Mason-Dixon. Man, I, I I remember not having sex ed until I, I had it in fifth grade. And it was pretty, pretty, you know, like cursory in yeah, fifth grade. Right. Yeah. And then I had it again in freshman year. I, I only had it in high school. I didn't have it all until then. Yeah, I had it. I had we it in went fifth to, grade, and then I had it in freshman year. We went to this place called the Robert Crown Center. We did, did that too when I was in like middle school. Yeah, we did that. And it was like one day of like, don't get an STD. Well, I just remember going there. The Robert Crown Center, isn't it about like this is what a baby looks like at ten weeks old? Yeah, it's stuff, stuff like that. Yeah, it's is like, it an anti-abortion place? No, not at all. It's okay. actually a pretty good place. So, okay, but yeah, it, I, it was like a one day like you know. Babies are hard. You probably shouldn't get one. Yeah. STDs Baby suck. Babies suck. Right. Dot org. <laughs> Generally speaking, this is how it works. 
but it wasn't like sex ad. It was more I like run reproduction. One. I should have one that's like babies suck. Babies suck. And they show up like babies suck. And then you just invite all the kids from the school to come there. And then they just show up and be like, don't have babies. They suck. And then just show shitty videos of kids being shitty for an hour. <laughs> and then take that sweet public school money from them. That sweet, sweet public school money. Someone should make that. Robert Crown Center should buy that and use they that should. as a redirect to their... Like after their sex ed yeah. thing, just be like, okay, and if anybody has any more questions, just go ahead and visit us at babiesuck.com. <laughs> Although, babiesuck could probably be a child porn site too. I'm leaving that... I'm no... I'm deleting this search history. I'm gonna smash my This is what they're teaching, those homo <laughs> teachers. I can promise you this, the Lord hates it. I promise you this, the Lord hates those who are indoctrinating little children. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He loves it. Real. Well, he like like that's what you do. Like that's what churches do. Oh, indoctrinating yeah. kids. Like that's what you do. Only like expressly. how could he? How could he hate? How could your imaginary guy hate what you like? <laughs> I don't understand. You made him up. That's why you're a pastor. That's your, that's your job. That's literally your only job. That's it. That's all you do. Like, what do you do? I don't know. I'm a youth pastor, so I thought I'd indoctrinate children. Good lord. Into sodomites. Sodomizing them. Sodomizing them? No, into sodomites. Wait, do you do that by sod? Wait, go back. I don't know. What's is there a method? What do you have to pull start them? How does this work? I can promise you the Lord hates that. He hates it. No, question we need to ask ourselves is why don't we? If we love the things the Lord loves, we should hate the things that he hates. Why don't we hate that? Right. And the Lord loves savory and we should love savory. I think this is, I think we, Lord loved stoning people to death for That's, minor infractions. We should love that too. We should. We the should love all. What the fuck is wrong the, with us? Yeah. The Lord doesn't like fucking shrimp scampi and neither should we. <laughs> I like shrimp scampi. No, the I Lord do, doesn't like it. God damn it. It's delicious. God damn it. Fuck. The Lord likes boxes of a certain type. I and like size. a tight box. He likes it. Ex- oh, no, no, it's, it's different. Like, we're talking like 30 inches wide. Whoa, and shit. whoa. That's a fucking 30 inches. That's a glow worm cave right there. Can we, get, can we back down to <laughs> millimeters? Fucking, put a, a fucking, worm can put a fucking gondola in that thing. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Jesus. It's fucking intimidating. <laughs> gotta bring a friend. <laughs> gotta bring a lot of Gotta friends. repel into it. <laughs> See, God doesn't just hate. I'm going to tell you this. He just doesn't hate the atheists. He hates those of us who allow atheists to teach lies to our children. He hates. So why don't you just, why don't you take all your kids out of school and teach them in your little weird church? I, right. Problem solved. I don't like what you do. Well, uh, no one's making you come here. You have options. You clearly exercise your fucking options. He clearly has options. Now, if he's poor, if he's a, if he's, if he can't afford to take his kids to a church because that costs too much money. Oh, so maybe, strange. Maybe find a new church. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, maybe... Ask for assistance from your church. Should just do that. Yeah. Though. Like, if it's that important to the fucking church... Sure. Why not make that part of their central mission? Sure. Right? I if don't know. It, because that's the bullshit of it, right? If it were really that important to the church, then they would make it a fucking mission, and they would find a way to fund it. Sure. Right? They would not... Or they would do, do scholarships. They would do a, a hundred things, and I know some do. They would do a hundred things to raise money if they really thought that this was the most important thing. They, but they don't, man. They they send their kids on fucking mission trips to Africa to go evangelize a bunch of people there. If it was important, every kid in the congregation would go for free. Right. It would. If it was important, it would be the most important thing. Exactly. He said, "Love the little children, suffer the children to come unto me, for that such are the kingdom of God." 
The innocence and purity of a little child. Yeah, they love that. They, they always check the freshness date on all those kids. <laughs> Best if used by age 11. <laughs> Best if used by Pastor Brown. <laughs> and the devil and his team are constantly trying to rip the innocence out of the heart of those little kids. And it's going on with our approval. And we're warned all throughout the scripture. If you let that continue, you're in sin. You let that what? Continue from when you're in sin. <laughs> okay. I, I missed it, Tony. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I fucking totally missed yeah. it because that's not a word. <laughs> yeah. No. You just got to start saying continue and then say sin and then, and then go back to continue. Okay. Got it. JR, am I missing something here? Am I missing <laughs> something here? Well, you're not in a stadium. We're supposed to love these wicked people. Supposed to love the pedophiles. Wait, do, who loves pedophiles? Don't you guys love pedophiles? Aren't they your priests or whatever? <laughs> do you guys like fucking high fiving them every week and giving them money? I I I feel like like there's a huge difference between teaching kids safe sex and not condemning them for choosing to have a consensual adult sexual partner when they're adults and pedophilia. And pedophilia, right? I feel like there's a wide fucking gulf there. Feels like feels like might be stretching it there. Huh. Well, like the you'll, pedophiles, you'll actually. be stretching it yeah. if you go after the little yeah. ones. <laughs> Supposed to love the people, the teachers and public schools that are teaching our kids homosex is normal. We're supposed to love that? No way. He's so mad. No way. <laughs> what is wrong with us? Give him a chance to repent. Go find another job, dude. He ain't doing that to our kids, dude. Who are you referring to? He seems like he's got somebody actually, very specific in mind. Actually, here. you're just going to sit back and take it. <laughs> I sent my kids to Montessori school. Who knows? They're probably teaching them how to have a fucking threesome at this point. Montessori school. Is that New Zealand? Mont- yeah, the Montessori in New right. Zealand. Ready to stick it in the glory hole? Get links to their Facebook, Twitter, and if you still use it, Google Plus account at their website, dissonancepod.com. If you need to be all discreet about it, contact them by email at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a ransom message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Want to hear Cognitive Dissonance commercial free and gain access to exclusive content, including full patron-only shows? Head to patreon.com forward slash dissonance pod and become a patron to support the show on a per episode basis. Love commercials? Not ready to become a patron? Give the guys a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher. Or tell your buddies in the drunk tank about the show. We want to send a big sloppy glory hole to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock. This is Right Wing Watch. FRC warns Obama running anti-Christian shadow government from his mansion command center. Nice. So I like this. I like this a lot. FRC is a family research council, by the way. I like this because this is an email, yeah. which is how old people get their news. <laughs> <laughs> it's a chain letter. It is. It really it's is. It's an e-chain it really letter, is, which means yeah. that it's seriously only going to go to your fucking, you know, 93-year-old uncle. Sure. You know, like your fucking dad who doesn't know how to use the internet. It's like, I log on to my electronic mailings. Have you, uh, when was the last time you read an email that was information-based like this? Gosh, it's years at this point, right? Oh, my God. A decade? Yeah, uh, you asked that question, my brain literally flatlined. A decade, at least. Oh, 2007? Yeah. Fuck. I'd be hard-pressed to find a, 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 an email in my in my archive mm-hmm. that has something like this in there that wasn't, like you say, a foreword from somebody who I just rolled my eyes yeah, at. Yeah, this is, you know, fucking Aunt Mildred's exactly. fucking forward. Yeah, I... <sighs> 
other than, hey, check this out, and it'll also have Snopes. You or know? a link, right? Just a link to something. I, I know. There's not, I mean, sorry, right, so let me read part of this email. How Obama's shadow government threaten your values, not threatens, threaten, from only about two miles from the White House. From White House. <laughs> I mean, we're just going to read it. This is going to be written badly. Might as well read, read it badly, it. too, right? Ex-President Obama's out of office, but after six months, he's still a serious threat to your religious freedom? Wasn't he on vacation for a big chunk of it? He even purchased a mansion command center. <laughs> when you go on the MLS listing, do you have to click a box for command center? Like, I know it's like yeah. like central air, mm-hmm. ma- like townhouse, know, how many bedrooms? No, no, the, no. It's, it's under one of the, it's under one of the main, oh, so it's like, well, like main condo, of like townhouse, type, yeah. yeah, a lot for sale, command center, mountain lair. Like they're all on there. Can you just pick Minuteman missile silo and live there? Yeah, but it's under advanced search. Oh, okay. So, God, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so he, he, he purchased a mansion command center within walking distance of the white house. I don't know what he had to walk over there and do what? Like well, knock it, on the door. The white house isn't like a factory. You can sabotage. I know, right? Like, what are you going to do? Like, like bring your soapbox and your old timey megaphone out there and be like, extra, extra, read all about it. <laughs> what is in a mansion command center? A bat cave? Yeah. Is he Bruce Wayne? Oh, maybe he has a pole that he slides down and then he runs the sewers to the White House and then, I don't know. <laughs> climbs like, up? I just don't know. Does he eat a lot of pizza? Is he awesome. really good with nunchucks? It would be awesome if he had, like, like the boat that Bruce Wayne had that would, like, like that little boat, <laughs> that, could, that yeah. like, one-seater boat that right. he's, like, rip, 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 driving around oh, it. Oh, God. If Obama had one of those that ran through the sewers of D.C. He'd be killing it. Oh, God. He would look good in that boat, too. I bet he would. He'd make it look dashing yeah, as fuck. Yeah, for sure. His political right arm, Valerie Jarrett, moved in with the family to continue the Obama post-presidency influence. From that location, he can work to undermine President Trump. And according to former Attorney General Eric Holder, he's ready to roll. And what Washington analysts described as a soft describe as a soft coup, because nobody noticed it. Uh, maybe if you blow on it a little bit, Barack Obama Just boil it a little longer. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? If it's a soft coup, boil it another six minutes. It'd be a hard-boiled coup in no time, right? Barack Obama and his operatives, both outside and inside the government, are participating in activities to derail conservative policies, including recent gains made on behalf of faith, family, and freedom. I'm not sure what those would be. And their war chest is bulging <laughs> war chest. with millions of dollars from the likes of, guess it, George Soros, Hollywood moguls, just generally, and liberal dot-com CEOs. <laughs> yeah, because of the dot-com boom, Tom. Yeah. That's what it's from. We're afraid of technology. Said the email I just got. <laughs> That's so great. It's I, just so I, crazy. I, man. I love how crazy this is because they've been talking about this this sort of shadow government, right? And the command center because they keep talking about how he's living in Washington D.C. Like that's some. Like his proximity to Washington matters. Yeah, that's you know that's a good point, right? What is his physical proximity? He could be in a white house. He could be in a tree house yeah. in the White House lawn. Yeah. Isn't running a, isn't a running an, an anti-Christian shadow government something you can do from home anyway? Like, a, you can run. do it from Colorado. You can smoke some bud in the morning, get up, go to your fucking computer in your slippers, and do some anti-Christian shadow government stuff all day. This is a job I can do from home. Long long
All right, so this story is good news, bad news. Uh, it is, though. It's bad news for a lot of people. It's bad news that it had to happen. Good yeah. news that it happened. Bad news that it didn't happen everywhere. It makes me sad. It's from the AP. Jordan to cancel, quote, marry the victim clause, shielding rapists. Let me describe yeah. this for you. Yeah, because marry the victim clause is a real sad Santa Claus. It's a serious, <laughs> it's sad. It's, it's a really sad oh one. Oh, my God. Yeah, you don't want to go to the workshop for that one. You don't want to stay away from the workshop if you can avoid it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Don't the go elf. to the land of misfit toys either. <laughs> really bad place that to be. That guy who says he wants to be a dentist, he's using a lot of gas on you. Yeah. But you're not going to wake up with pearly white smile. Oh, oh, oh. Anyway, go on. Uh, this is disgusting. Uh, so here's, here's how this clause works. Uh, if somebody rapes you, and then they agree later to marry you. Mm -hmm. Then they get off scot-free, basically. Oh. But then, crazily, uh, they can then like marry you, and then later that day, deny you access to their home, and then just let you free out of the wild. Yeah, you know, if you Turn love you something, set it free, Tom. If you rape something, <laughs> marry it, and then set and it then free. Set it free. Jesus Good Christ, Lord! This is a monstrous, monstrous clause. Now, on the, on the one hand, it's Good, I guess that Jordan's like, yeah, fuck that shit. It's a, it's a, it's say like in this kingdom. Let me just say, we still have kingdoms, mm -hmm. actual sure. kingdoms. There's a king in a kingdom because it's still the past, I guess. <laughs> yeah. In Jordan, in the kingdom of Jordan, this is looked at as a reform, and I guess it is a reform. It's a reform in the sense that, like, if somebody shat in an outhouse, and then they're like, hey, we got a flushy. That would be a reform, but it's not a great step forward. It's like, it's like a bare minimum. It's, it's, it's less than a bare minimum to eat. It's disgusting. But I, I do want to say like the Mary, the victim clause has been revealed, repealed in Egypt and Morocco, but it remains on the books in Tunisia, Lebanon, Syria, Libya, Kuwait, Iraq, Bahrain, Algeria, and the Palestinian territories. For fuck's sake, what? Yeah. Really? Yeah, no, I mean, like, that's just fucking... And 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 these are countries... <clears throat> a lot of these countries are following the Sharia law. Oh, they must all. Yeah. They must all be. Yeah. They must all be. Because how else does that... And I, and I mean this. I mean this question sincerely. How does that train of thought work? Well, well I mean, if he yeah, marries if you don't her, have it's a, okay. Yeah, if you don't have that as your... As your weird law written from a long time ago, how do, how, do, how do you get there nowadays? There's nobody. There's nobody today sitting down in a room being like, "Let's make a new country," right? And saying, "Okay, well, what do we do with rape?" Is, okay, so I know we we sort of covered the economy. We sort of designed the money already, but let's just talk about rape now. If I rape somebody and I marry them afterwards, can I get off scot free? Is that cool? I mean, like, no, I don't know how that comes up. Like, I mean, like, marrying the person you raped is fucking just, it's like, it's like meaner than raping them. Yeah. Right? It's like, well, I mean, you could marry her. That'll make it better. How would it make it better for this woman? Yeah. You just raped her. Now you fucking, in these countries, now you own her too? So what? So now you can rape her more if you want? It's crazy too, because people can... Like the reason why uh, they're they're worried about this is because people can die, can get killed 
by like their family members after they get raped too, in these honor right killings, in these right? honor yeah. killings so right. after after you get raped by your brother-in-law they can like your family can find out and if they don't like get married like they don't get married that's how right. they shield them right they don't marry them afterwards and they're like okay well then they just die they just get beaten to death or killed right and at one point it says they're talking about uh, uh some of these countries it says uh, one provision lightens punishment if a man kills his wife or another female relative for allegedly having sex outside of marriage. Another article says that a convicted killer could receive as little as one year in prison if he acts in a state of great fury resulting from unlawful or a dangerous act by the victim. If the victim's family drops a complaint, even that one year minimum can be cut in half. Some perpetrators in Jordan have been jailed for as little as six months for killing a daughter or a sister. What the fuck? Well, that only that only applies during women's season, though. Like if you get a tag for them, then then you're cool. But if you don't, if you if you hunt outside a season, then you get. If you have a shield and magic helmet, oh, I know God. That's how you do it, right? The problem is that these women. I mean, if they hadn't taken that wrong turn at Albuquerque, mm-hmm. they'd have been just sure, fine for sure. But. There's there's so much other stuff there. So there's another part of this article that says the judge cited the case of the 15 year old who was raped by her sister's husband. At the pregnant teen's request, the judge approved the marriage between the rapist and his victim. And this is like you were talking about right. earlier. The rapist escaped punishment and expelled his new wife from his home on the day of his wedding, leaving her to fend for herself and her child. The judge said, I, "This is unbelievable." Like first off. It's kind of a it's kind of a blessing in some way. But then some of these women get stuck in detention centers because they have to have a man come let them out of it. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. And then they just don't. And then the men are just like and then they don't tell the guys because they're like, yeah, I was raped. And then they get killed for it. So instead, they'd rather stay in jail where they at least get to keep breathing instead of going home to their relatives. The people are supposed to love them because they might get killed by them. And this isn't a country that just enacted a reform, a reform. Yeah. That's it. Oh, wait, what, what happens now? I, you know, I thought about this. What happens now? Okay. So now the marry the victim clause is gone. Right. But the marry the, the, the these women were agreeing to these marriages to marry the, their, their rapist so that their family wouldn't kill them. Well, if you remove that, are you not now going to have more honor killings? It looks like you're paving the way for it. <clears throat> right. So although this 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 is this is being touted as a reform, I don't know, but might it not cause it's more possibility? Suffering? There's a how possibility. Do, it's it's like it's almost like it's almost like designing a system called how do we maximize the suffering of women exactly. in this culture? How what can, can we, we do yeah. to make it as miserable as fucking possible? Is there a stepladder to the patriarchy somewhere? Because I want to climb it. It's a, it's a horrifying yeah. over there. In the name of Jesus, we speak that. This makes me laugh so much. Um, This is from theoutline.com. The Catholic Church is freaking out about fidget spinners. So this is this this cracked me up. So fidget spinners, for anybody who doesn't know, it's basically a little fucking toy. 
it's you hold the center bearing. of it. Yeah. yeah, it's got a bearing in it and some weighted duodgers, and they spin around in a circle, right? And so fucking kids just absolutely lose their fucking minds over them because it's the fucking pet rock of 2017. It's the beanie baby. Right. It's, it's, their genera- it's this generation's beanie baby. It's this right. generation's pet rock. Yeah. Right, right. So uh, all the kids fucking love these things. And I guess a, a bunch of enterprising uh, symbol-driven Catholics were like, well, look at the fidget spinner. It's got the three posts, and it spins around its central axis. And, you know, this really is a good representation for the Holy Trinity, a concept which makes no sense. Sure. And that we're saddled with, and we need desperately we need to some explain. Way, we need some right? metaphor to explain it. Right. And this is a great metaphor and for them. It is kind of an okay metaphor. Sure. Right? Like, as visual representations of a nonsensical concept go. Absolutely, right? This yeah. is a decent one. Absolutely. Except that some people think it's not. Yeah, some people are mad about <laughs> it. They're so mad about yeah. it. Um, and I wanted to read, I think it would be fun to read some of the some of the complaints people have. I like So Toy Adams says, to, I know, right? Your name's Toy. Toy. <laughs> and you're complaining about a toy. He's projecting. Right? To compare the Trinity to a fidget spinner, as with the shamrock, the shamrock. is to commit the heresy of partialism. Partialism? Meaning like you only believe in the one part of the Trinity, but you have to believe in all of them, but they're separate, but they're one. But that's the problem with the Trinity. Like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Fidget spinners are at least real. I love I love Julia Sweeney in her, in her, in her book, Letting Go of God, when she talks about how how silly the Trinity is and like how, you know, that is one of those, those, those moments where you just realize you're like, let's talk about the mystery of the Trinity. When they talk about that just means I'm going to make up some bullshit, yeah, well, you know? And that's, and that's in here too. It says, um, for it undercuts the full divinity of each person. So as to indicate that each are only one part of a three part God, the Trinity is a glorious mystery. Let that be enough. It's like, I love that. It's like, look, I don't understand it. Yeah. You don't understand it. No one will ever understand it. Stop trying to make sense of it with toys. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, I mean, it, it's it's tremendous. It's I'm mad that you're getting closer to making something make sense because it has a ball bearing in the center of it. <laughs> well, I think it's uh, one of the things that they were talking about in this article, too, is that these guys don't like it because, you know, the, they're they're talking about how they don't like it because they're they're used they're The kids are doing it in their in their in congregations their, yeah, right. and whatnot. And it's making it's making all these old priests really upset by it. And they write in and they talk about it. And I think it's just that they're just mad because, you know, the pet rock was used to to nail Jesus to the cross and they want to go back to those <laughs> days. You know, I like this, too. Well, some argue that the fidgets spinning motion makes it a more effective illustrative tool since it can so better uh, capture the dynamic movement, equality, and relationship with the Godhead. Opposing contingencies, I love this, maintain that, quote, when you try to talk about God, you soon end up being a heretic. <laughs> oh, no, just don't even talk about it. Don't even it's super confusing. Thing. None of us have a good answer for it. Don't even mention it. How the Trinity is a fucking concept that makes no sense at all. Do you were Catholic, right? Did you grow up yeah, Catholic? Yeah. Did they address the Trinity like in any meaningful way? Yeah, or I they was, just I never asked any questions about it. I was too stupid to ask questions. I never asked questions about it. Just just took it for for what it was. I didn't think about it. Because the Trinity itself is is as I understood it as a kid, um, I just understood I always thought God of I always thought God and Jesus were separate people. I always thought, I never thought that they were the same person. Like when I was growing up and I thought about God, I never once thought God and Jesus were exactly the same. It never, I never, ever once thought that. 
I know that I, I always said it's a son of God. Like I, and I know that they teach you that they're the same thing, right? They're all the same thing, but it's like in my, in my head, I could never reconcile that. So I just, I just omitted it. I would just be like, no, they're different. Like God and Jesus are two separate entities. And I guess I always thought of it the same way. And I'm I the never Holy ghost. Thought, I never, th- I don't even know what that is. So I never, even, I never even considered well, it. Well, isn't the Holy ghost just the thing that impregnated Mary? Hey now, I don't know. No, that was I'm actually that was blueberry. <laughs> Jesus comes out, the cords around his neck, he's blue. It's like, blue. God damn it, blueberry! You motherfucker! Count Chocula's over there in the corner. <laughs> no, but uh, but uh, but yeah, I know. I never knew what the Holy Ghost was, so I never thought about it. And for me, it was always. Jesus and God are separate. They're two separate things. You know, he made a, a thing to be his son. His son came down, was did all the stuff, and then was sent back to heaven. And he's another thing. Well, because they always talk at about the right it. hand. He sits right? at the right hand. I, I never thought of him as the same thing. So for me, this whole, you know, three things in one never made any sense to me anyway. So I just omitted it out of my head. I was like, I don't want that doesn't make any sense. I don't just won't think it. Because I guess like I don't, I genuinely don't understand it at all. I grew up Methodist and they don't really talk about sure. it. They don't have a Trinity. They don't have a Trinity. Yeah. But it also, I felt like the same lack of clarity existed in our, in our version of this set of events, right? Sure. It's like Jesus comes down, he's the son of God and he has magic powers. Yeah. So he's kind of a demigod, but they don't call him that. And, and, and I mean, how is it still a, a, a one God religion. Sure. I mean, you he's know, fucking, like he's, the Hercu- he's the Hercules of the Jews. Right. You yeah, know what I mean? Right, like, right. like he's, he's part human, part, God, you know what I mean? Like that's All what I would, that's what I always thought of him as. Yeah. I always thought of him as as a guy who's partially God, partially human, has lions for feet and hands. <laughs> I just always thought of him about that. I never thought of, I never thought about him differently than that. Yeah. I I guess I didn't either, minus but, the lions of feet and hands. But still, I am thinking about him exclusively that way. The hard part is when they drive the nails in the face of the lion. I think the worst part is is when he's got a he's got to pound his swords to plowshares and he loses <laughs> that giant sword it's that he carries around. That huge. That's why the Grand yeah, Canyon. Exactly. That's it. That huge plowshare just went through. <laughs> Beer went right through. All right, this story is from Right Wing Watch. This is Wayne Allen Root. He says, crazy liberal nutcases are driving America towards civil war. Hey. So let's hear it. I've never said these words on the radio ever. Are we headed for civil war? No. 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 Short answer. Because you don't know what a civil war is. Yeah, the the South is going to rise again (laughs) after sweet tea. (laughs) But I feel like it's 1860 again, and we're in the months before a civil war in the United States of America. How would you know what that feels like? How the fuck would you know what that is? No, you have no frame of reference for that. When you hear that California expanded their civil servant travel ban to eight states, when you hear liberals say the president of the United States who gets security, national security briefings every day, has no right to make a ban that keeps us safe, that keeps people from horrible terrorist countries out of America. He wanted to make that ban before he had the travel briefings. That's a it's a meaningless it's a meaningless precursor to your to your concept. The travel ban was in place long before he had any of the security briefings, and yeah. 
There's a, there, he has said he doesn't attend a lot he of the security briefings. He doesn't briefings. listen to him. Right. He doesn't listen to the fucking security briefings. Right. So this, this concept that you're like, oh, yeah, he knows everything. The president's fucking omniscient. Not omniscient. Not omniscient. Right. Turns again, out not omniscient because yeah. he doesn't pay attention. Right. He, doesn't, he can't even fucking put 140 characters together and make that sound like a thing. <laughs> he can't. He's in charge of our nuclear weapons. That by itself's enough to say, my God. Something's wrong when judges are able to stop a president from doing whatever he needs to do. The Constitution allows him to do. It no, doesn't. That's, the, that's point. the point of it, you idiot. God, the, the, the judges are saying this is not constitutional. And, and then they came back and said, yeah, it was. But initially, the circuit court judges said this is not constitutional. That's why you can't do it. Yeah. Otherwise, why have why even have a Supreme Court? And and it went through the Supreme Court because. They delayed long enough to get Gorsuch in there. Right, exactly, right. right. What would have happened if the other guy, that Mer Merkel, was that his name? I don't remember. No, that's that's the prime minister of Germany. The guy, the guy that they had for yeah, nine months. The lady in waiting. <laughs> that guy you never fucking got anywhere, the right? Started as name started with him. I don't remember. It's he's irrelevant because he'll be irrelevant for history because he's not a Supreme Court judge because we waited a fucking a quarter of Obama's term and we never put anybody in there. <laughs> I know. It's so bad. It's so disgraceful. It's so fucking horrifyingly disgraceful. That's why it went through. That's why this is even being talked about now. Because if, if that would have went through during Obama and that and that oh, the, the court would have flipped the other way because yep. Scalia's seat flipped. Right. We would you would be like, well, all these fucking Supreme Court judges are bad too. Yep. Because yep. it's against what you want. Yeah. Uh because they're liberal and out of control and they're crazy and they're freaking communists. That's bad. What is communist? You don't even know what communism means if you use it in that sentence. What is co what is a fucking what does communism have to do with any of that? <laughs> What's love got to do with it? I don't know. Got to do with it. <laughs> got so to do with it. Who needs a heart if a heart can be broken? <laughs> I just want to know the answer to the question. <laughs> But then the same people say you can't ban people from Muslim nations from coming to America say California can ban all of their government employees from traveling to eight states. See the word ban? California's got a ban on American states. Can you even imagine that? California is restricting publicly funded travel to four more states because of recent laws that leaders here view as discriminatory against transgender people. Can you imagine how sick these people are? So the, the story behind this is that there is a state-funded and state-sponsored travel that happens for people in California. And they think discriminating laws against LGBTQ people in certain areas of the country, in certain states, is abhorrent. So they won't send people, they won't pay to send you to a shitty garbage state. <laughs> it's not that you can't go. It's not so it's not a ban on travel, right? right? It's it is a ban on paying for the state paying for travel for its employees to states that are like you said, garbage states. shitty shitty garbage, garbage states. states. Yeah. But you can still go as you a citizen. Go. You can just yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, it's not like it's not like they fucking put a wall up and this is fucking like uh and this is fucking World War Z and that's Israel, right? <laughs> It's not that. It's that if you want to go, go. Right. Just spend your own money because we don't want to pay our money to fund garbage states. You know, you can't ban a Muslim from America who comes from a country that hates America and is ripe with ter uh, with terrorism. And they kill people left and right for being Christian Jews or Americans. And you don't want to let them in the country because you want your children to be safe. And that's no good. But God forbid you ban transgender bathrooms. Literally has nothing to do with the other issue. 
Right. Has literally nothing to do with the other issue. This issue conflation shit that these assholes do makes me fucking wild. Yeah, I mean, there's there's, there's nothing there's between no the two. There's, there's no, no connection. connection. No connection between banning somebody from going to a garbage state that doesn't think that trans people are real things and banning a whole fucking group of people in the world because they happen to come from a country that doesn't like us. Right. What? I don't understand. I don't even understand how those two things. They don't relate at all. They don't remotely related at all. California says no one can travel there anymore. That's not what they say. California now bans most state funded travel to eight states. State funded is a big part of that. You just went back on what you just said. The new additions to the list are Texas, Alabama, Kentucky, and South Dakota. Nobody wants to go there anyway. Garbage states. What did we say? Is it? Do they even have roadways that lead in? You to those to, states? You to, they don't have airports. You just have to parachute out. Jesus Christ. Just drop fucking cargo food on those people down like there. Those fucking states just send a thank you note. <laughs> Lord. If you are in one of those states and need to get out, send us a message. Yeah, blink <laughs> twice. They joined Kansas, Mississippi, North Carolina, Tennessee. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Who Jesus. would go any of those places? God, if any of those were stuck to the bottom of my shoe, I'd be horrified. <laughs> I would let my dog shit in those states. If I were driving through those states to get to a real part of this country, I'd rather my dog shit in my car. I would rather, I would rather smell the putrid scent of the fucking dog shit rotting in my car. Yeah. Then let him outside and touch his fucking paws <laughs> to the soil of those fucking filth states. Mississippi. You kid. And I don't even like my dog. So it's okay to ban American states because they don't like transgender people who are confused whether they have a penis or a vagina. That's not what transgender people are. They are not confused about whether they have. They, they stand in the mirror back. Like, what do I what have? What is this thing? What exactly do I have? What, I don't. What is that? What is so what weird? Is that? Can somebody give me an anatomy book? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Friend, you want to talk about reducing the national debt? We could reduce it overnight if they would defund this evil organization and put it on the national debt. Man, we could get out of debt immediately if they would do that. And, friend, when I call Planned Parenthood an evil organization, I don't stumble and I don't stammer. And I don't apologize. I mean exactly what I say. This is from Right Wing Watch. GOP congressman laughs off prenatal coverage. (laughs) Why do we have to pay for that coverage that we can't use? All right, so uh, this is a uh, dipshit. This is Republican Representative Pete Olson of Texas, um, and he's specifically addressing uh, the Affordable Care Act's requirement that health care plans cover prenatal and maternity care, asking why men, quote, have to pay for that coverage that we can't use. And he says later, he says, I have some concerns because one thing, they still guarantee coverage for 10 essential conditions. And one of those conditions, this is care for all, includes you and me. It's prenatal care. I think we have, we all have what we call an X chromosome. You, me, J- literally every person has at least one. You, me, JP, Tom, and Chuck have those, which means we can't have a baby. Why do we have to pay for that coverage that we can't use? There are so many answers to that question. Well, the first is you're a representative and you have no idea how taxes work. Yeah. Because, like, 
That's like saying, well, I didn't drive on a road in the south part of Illinois, so I don't want to pay for it. Yeah, I can't use that. I, ha- I didn't drive on that road. I didn't drive on the interstate that went all the way down to Effingham in Illinois. Right. So I don't want to pay for it. I want my taxes to go exactly where I want my taxes to go. You don't get that choice. The a la carte taxes. You don't get to do that. Yeah, right. You get to decide. Like I, Just like I, you can't say, well, I paid my taxes for my school this year, but I only want my money that I paid into the school system to go to benefiting my son. I can't, I don't want any of that money to go for the school system itself. Right. I only want to have benefits that come to my son. So if it, if, if my son isn't taking shop class, I want all the shop. I want none of my money to go to the shop class. Right. It's also just a spectacularly stupid. First of all, you, you hit the nail on the head, right? He's a representative. He's not just a representative of the men yeah. in his sure. district. Women He's in a representative of the other half of the people in the district, yeah. which would be women. Right. Yeah. So uh, you're doing a bad job at the representative portion of the program. Right. Like you're only representing half of your constituency. Um, the, the, the other thing is like, well, prenatal care is good for the baby. Sure. Who, even if you were a fucking rampant misogynist, may turn out to be a boy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but but even if... <laughs> That's so funny, too, because you'd be like, no, if it's a girl, we just don't do any... We just, we just, we right. just, you just don't get any At 20 funding. weeks, you're like, burp, burp, girl, you're just like, good it. luck to you. Yeah. I don't care. There's a girl in a girl. Bring in my Double mallet. whammy. I want my mallet. Oh, God. <laughs> I want one of those giant croquet mallets from The Shining. <laughs> right? Why do I have to pay for prenatal care? Well, let's see. Like, if my... My spouse is having a baby. Well, it's not mine now. <laughs> but if yeah. my, <laughs> <laughs> but like uh, if, if your if your significant other is having a baby, be like, well, I don't know. Should it get prenatal care? Well, I don't know. I don't get anything out of that. <laughs> what are you a total dick? <laughs> Should I get epidural? Well, am I going to get some Valium? Yeah, what right. the fuck? <laughs> Why nobody think of me? Like, what are you talking about? It's just, it's just a fucking terrible. You're like, going in. You're going in with your wife to be like, well, she got a pap smear. I would like something too, <laughs> right? Can I have a popsicle? Can you stick a con swab up my ass? Is there any way that you could just open the head of my penis and look in there? <laughs> Sir, why do you have a speculum stuck up your rectum? Oh, God. Just because I just don't want to feel left out. I was a little constipated. I want to to see if I can get all that to fall out. (laughs) What a fucking spectacularly stupid, short-sighted, mean-spirited, misogynistic (laughs) thing to say. That's your representative from Texas, though. It is Texas. Unbelievable. I mean, it, what 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 boggles my mind is that you're a fucking representative and you don't understand how taxes work. It was like when I was on the condo board and the guy on the first floor who would be like, "Yeah, we've got to pay for the elevator to get its 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 yearly cleaning. We got to be like a, year, a yearly cleaning. The elevator's coming up. We got to pay for the elevator." And he'd be like, "I don't ever use the elevator. I don't want to pay for it." And I would look at him and be like, "You're in a fucking commune. Like you, we all put our money in and we pay for it. When your wall falls down, I pay for it." When my wall falls down, uh, you pay for it. That's how it works. He it, just didn't understand. He's like, I don't want to pay for the elevator. You're like, you fucking can't opt out. Like, you can't just check a box and be like, I don't want to pay for the elevator. He genuinely thought I, he could just uh, say in a meeting, <laughs> I don't want to pay for it. I'm, I'm looking at you in a way that. And I had to explain to him, that's not how, con- that's not how a fucking condo works. You, you opted into the system. You signed the agreement. What? Yeah, he didn't want to pay. He lived on did the he, first did floor. He double down on me. Yeah, he started arguing with me, and I was like, "Dude, go read your condo rules. You signed them." Uh, wow. Yeah. Did, like, he does he not even like? What if the elevator broke? 
Like, what if I had a, like, just from a selfish perspective. Sure. What if I lived on the first floor and I never used the elevator one time personally for anything ever, right? But then the elevator breaks. Breaks. Sure. Right? It doesn't work anymore and nobody can use it. And then nobody fixes the elevator. And now somebody wants to buy a property in my building. Right. Every property in my building has a diminished value because a major structure of that building doesn't work. Right. So he loses money. Sure. His home can't sell. He he can't sell. He he wouldn't be able to sell because if you you wouldn't be able to have a building without a a working elevator. Right. You wouldn't be able to sell to a a loan company would not give you a loan. Like you'd walk in and be like, I would like to buy the the unit on the third floor. And they'd look at you and be like, well, there's no working elevator. Right. So there's there's no way you're going to get a loan. The value of his property is affected by the values of the properties in the same building as his property. And and this is the exact same thing, right? Half of the population in this example is not benefiting. And therefore we all don't benefit. But like crazily, crazily, it's, it's like, it's, it's the number still. It's like as a man. Yeah. Right. If I am, if, 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 if a child is being born, that is, Half of mine, right? right like, right. I would like the person bearing my child to have prenatal care. Sure, right. You want to take care of that person. The out. Well, but I want to. I want to take care of the baby, even if I don't care about the person who is gestating the child. Which you didn't. But well, anyway, go on. Fine. <laughs> you know, call me. <laughs> Wait, the fucking. I would have a vested interest right. in the outcome Absolutely. of the pregnancy Absolutely. for sure. Is is there not a tacit understanding that it's like, but and and even if I didn't care about the child that was coming out, it is cheaper. If she gets prenatal care, then the outcome is going to have a higher likelihood of not having fucked upness, and fucked upness is expensive. It's literally from the most selfish motivations possible, just cheaper. Like there's no, there is it, both selfishly and unselfishly, it's smarter to do the prenatal care. But there's just no downside. There's to no it. downside. There's no downside to healthier outcomes. The downside is more people have to pitch in for it. That's their downside, and they're so short sighted that they think that's it. Right? That, they they pitch in for it in the front end, yeah. but they save on the back end. But they they no. Like no, but that kid no, comes no, out no, no, all no, no, fucked you, up. You don't understand though. Like I I really do feel like, and we've talked about this before. The really hardcore conservative fiscal conservatives are clear cut people. They don't care about the future. They have a short term view on everything. That's why they don't care about climate change. That's why they don't care about uh, they don't care about the environment at all. They don't care about these things because they genuinely want to make as much money as they can tomorrow, not next year. I, I genuinely feel that's how the, that's how their brain operates. Because that 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 level of forward thinking does not enter into the equation of how they want to spend their money. Is it the difference between being able to plan quarterly versus a five year plan? I like, guess I don't. Know. Is that like it, like for fuck's sake? It, 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 when you, the when math you, just doesn't. When work. you hear this, you kind of think: Are they even planning quarterly? Right. When you read this, you're like: Are you even going quarterly? I mean, is, are we talking a day-to-day plan here? Right. It's got to be. Yeah. It's got to be. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. This, I love this. This is from Right Wing Watch. This is Alex Jones. This is crazy. I, you do have, we do have to set this up a little bit. So 
there is uh, a, a late night. Te- so Stephen Colbert put out a new character named Tuck Buckford. And it's a parody of Alex Jones. <sighs> That's right? awesome. So he's got this character. So then Alex Jones goes full fucking meta and does a Tuck Buckford parody of Tuck Buckford who parodies Alex Jones. And when I say a parody, I mean, he loses his fucking mind and wears a toupee. So there's all those conspiracy theories that he is. I know. I know it's not a, it's not a real thing, but there was a guy by the name of Bill Hicks who died or something. And they say that he's Bill Hicks and he's just punking everybody. When you see stuff like this and he goes and and it, and it's, it, it just feels so meta. You're like, uh, are you it's, winking at the camera? It's got a Charlie Kaufman kind of feel. Right. right? You, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh-huh. it feels like oh, you're yeah. winking at the camera. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, it, all, it feels like one day he's going to lean back and be like, I fuck, I was fucking with this, all you people. But I, but you know what? Like, I honestly, there was a tiny, tiny part of me that thought Trump was the same one. I know. I know. I thought the same thing. I was like, I he's going to get elected and be like, oh, you guys. Oh, that would have been so funny. But he's not that smart, turns he's out. not that good welcome to brain fight ladies and gentlemen with the real tuck budford and i tell you i want to thank tonight he has on his head what is that what 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 would you how would you describe that i would say that's a hair bonnet which uh imagine like a like a hair beret right a hair beret is a good way to put it yeah so, like, yeah. if you wove a homeless man's hair, imagine if imagine if Archie came to life <laughs> and his hat was actually his hair. Uh, yep, you know, yeah, that's what it would look like, and it's black. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. black. It's not like dark brown. No, no, that is fucking black. I also like that he's got like a 1987 like USA jacket, like yeah. a letter jacket, like with like the a, leather yeah. sleeves. Yeah. Weird. It's so weird. That's like his total. It's his America varsity jacket. <laughs> I'm on the varsity team for America. Bald Eagle. CBS News for allowing me to set the record straight about a public enemy number one and a scourge of America and the world. I'm not talking about Stephen Colbert. I'm talking about Alex Jones of InfoWars. That enemy of America stole my identity back in high school and my manly power, my manly voice. He took it from me. And- I got to say, though, what a great voice on Alex Jones. I mean, genuinely yeah. a great voice on that man. It's it's fucking amazing for what he does. Yeah. But I would not want to walk around with no, it. No, I wouldn't want to walk I'd around like with the coffee, please. <laughs> like, like, can you imagine just doing regular stuff? You'd just be the thing. You'd have to, you'd have to just like cover yourself in like super glue rocks to right. you. And that is, that would be a good solution. Because yeah. seriously, what is like, he shows up to like the dry cleaners like, no, starch. <laughs> Fucker! Like, what? Just what is happening? Like, he can't. It just—that's not a voice you walk yeah, through your it's day not, with. Yeah, it, uh, uh, that's not a voice you go one octave up when you talk to your pet with. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> who's a good boy? Exactly. Who is a good boy? <laughs> These are that. Yeah, there's nowhere to go. Like, who's the best kitty? Who's the best little kitty? <laughs> and then spread his evil lies across the country and the world. And he stole not just my persona, he then projected his right-wing, evil, uh, unalloyed, racist views over me. And then that got picked up by Stephen Colbert, who unknowingly stole the identity of someone that had stolen my identity. See, that's that to me just tells me, like, is he winking at the camera right now? I, I don't know. Or is he just trying desperately to make sense of his own parody? It, how bad is it when you have to create a parody... That you then have to explain in words this specific to everybody. 
exactly what you're doing. Nobody has to do that if they do a good job. When you write a skit, uh huh, you never have. If you have this much explanation in it, you just tear it up and start over. This is we are. You're 49, you're 49 seconds, seconds into seconds exposition in. on a three minute skit, and I still don't understand it. Nobody does. Yeah, he doesn't understand this. <laughs> so here tonight, thanks to CBS, here at Brain Fight with the real Tuck Buckford. I am going to set the record straight about the fact that Alex Jones is a damn liar. I want to bring up. Okay, so they did do a cut there. I just want people to know that this is this is spliced this together. Is uh, my next guest, <laughs> Donald John Trump. He's been on the show before, but he's now joining us again. And he- I will say an incredible likeness on Trump's eyes there. I like this pinata. I uh, it's a Trump pinata, and I would yeah, hit that pinata. I would fuck those eyes. That they are that I, it, it's tough with a face like that. Do you, is it sex doll? Is it pinatas? A little bit of both. Yeah, you know. Well, do you fuck it until the candy breaks out of it? I just th- like I think what you do is you insert the treats. Uh, you see. know what I mean? Nah. Hmm? Better keep his mouth shut here he for a minute because I'm not like Alex Jones. He just hit it. I don't believe in political violence. That's why I promote it continually. That's called the oxymoron leftist mind control system that I bought into because I want to be in charge. We have a record high stock market, three plus trillion dollars. And what is he holding up? Hold on, hold on. Hold he's on. just holding up a, a he always he's holding up a piece of paper that has nothing to do with the stock market. Yeah, but you know what? He he he, he prints out all his stories. I don't know if he's, yeah, I saw that. He, he saw that. Shit yeah, off he just the it off the internet. So. It's so funny. He took us out of these multinational secret deals that took over Congress, like the TPP and the carbon tax. And now new big studies and mainstream news report it wasn't 3.3 million illegals that may have voted, but 5.7. So he lied to us. <sighs> That's that old Dominion yep. thing. Back up again. It's the same study. They're just using the same study to try to keep saying the same thing over and over and over again. So She said it was only 3.2, 3.3. He lied to us when it was two million or more than that, and he just he just he- yeah. Why don't you just use another fucking debunked study again yeah, and right. again and again and again to get your re? You know, eventually they're just going to be like, yeah, uh, you know, actually it was two hundred and ninety million illegals voted in the last election. <laughs> right. That's more, more votes than-, than they actually took. It's like it, like their statistics are so bad. It's like like. Well, you know, uh, Kim Jong-un was democratically elected by 99.99%. Come on. Come the fuck on. Are you serious? Uh, He's the biggest liar keeping his promises uh, I've ever seen. So we have Shakespeare in the park saying kill Trump. It's no big deal. Uh, Madonna says kill him, blow him up. It's the coolest thing to do in the world, but the left then claims that the right wing... It's a Julius Caesar. So not not what they're talking about. It's a Julius Caesar. They have on the screen a Julius Caesar thing... And it's Jill, it's a bunch of people in fucking like modern outfits stabbing right. a guy that looks like Trump. And because they they changed it to Trump. Right. Instead, right. Of, I, I, they didn't do this with Obama because there's plenty of black guys who get stabbed and shot already. <laughs> so they didn't need to do this with Obama. It's, it's just, yeah, just literally turn on any news. Report. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Right. It's violent because they are. I just want to say. You know, this isn't violent at all, okay? This right here, this is now not violent at all. I do this to and Trump. He hasn't even cut you understand? Uh, let me just doesn't explain left everybody. Uh, I mean, if I sit here and just start ripping his head off and doing this, this is liberal. This is open if we ban free speech on colleges and arrest everybody. It's a good thing. They're just throwing it around and yelling. You need to see this video. Oh, it's the best. 
You have to see this video. He hulks out on this. This is a 223 of this video. Check out the show notes for this. He like hulks out yeah, on it, well, just tears its face and then throws it at the camera. But I think he does it because he's hitting it ineffectively yeah. with the axe. Oh, the axe and so is every awesome. time the axe impacts it, the fucking pinata moves with it, right? So he has it like placed it up against a barrier. So he just flips his <laughs> just, shit and is like, oh, <laughs> and then he just he just rips its face open. He looks so so. Good. Let's get that straight right now that the real Tuck Buckford's here and Alex Jones and all the rest of them better understand that we run this country now. <laughs> Just swinging an axe around and yelling. See, I was hoping he was going to actually shatter his, oh, his glass, glass top. Nothing that in the world would be better so than that. so fucking funny. Oh, the face he's making right now. This is fucking amazing. Yeah. You, you seriously have got to see this. Like North Korea. And I like Colbert. I don't want the tens of millions he gets selling out of America. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Buckford <laughs> loves Colbert. I hate Alex Jones. That's ah, a- brain fight. Yeah. <laughs> God, I just, I just want to be able to. He sounds, he sounds like a June bug caught in a fan. <laughs> just, he does have like a guttural pig sound really that he does. uses. Like, like, what? What is happening? Sounds like an orc from Warhammer, Warhammer 40k. You know what I appreciate though? <laughs> I I actually appreciate that. Like for a lot of people, when you're speaking and you have that sort of pause moment, you use your you use filler words, right? You use uhs and ums and likes, or you stutter a sure. little bit. You yeah. know, I certainly do that. I like that his filler word is like and sometimes his thinking. filler word is to tear his own shirt off. Right? Yeah. Just, I don't want you just ripping his fucking clothes apart. <laughs> oh, real quick, Cecil, I want to make a correction from this episode. I used a word wrong. I meant to say fetid when I was talking about shit, and I said feckened. They are two different words. Don't send me an email about it. I simply misspoke. What's fecund? I've never heard it. Fecund is capable of producing offspring. I see. Yeah, I just misspoke. And I, I, I know I'm going to get an email for it, and I caught it while I was ranting, and I don't want to go back and re-rant. So I will <laughs> simply fair. make a correction in episode. So we want to encourage people to vote for the uh, calls to prayer. Uh, we're going to keep tallying these votes for a little while, and then we're going to wrap it up and give out some shirts. Please keep voting. And uh, we want to thank everybody who sent in calls to prayer. That's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The 
The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.